Hey. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, the locker room is open and we are here. And to quote the great Marv Levy, where would you rather be than right here, right right. now? now, uh, That's exactly where we want to be, Chalooch. How are you, my friend? uh, I'm good. Marv Levy was a great guy. Oh, he was uh, awesome. You know, uh, I played for him uh, in one of the Pro Bowls. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Cornelius Bennett said uh, at the end of practice, everybody up! And so he, he didn't say anything. Marvel That's even. funny. Yeah. You know, I saw him in Indianapolis at one of the Combines. Yeah. The Steelers sent me out to interview stuff, and you know, years ago. And so I saw him there, and I he's the one guy, well, there's two. Him and Johnny Yu. Yeah. I had to go and introduce myself to because I was such a fan of Marv Levy. Having grown up in right. Buffalo and yeah. Buffalo always being, you know, special in my heart, the Bills and everything. Right. As a young man, two and a half, two point four miles, I grew up from the then Rich Stadium, which now in Orchard Park they, they there's a there's a uh, building call for um, amongst the fans to call it the Marv after Marv Levy. Yeah, Marv. Uh, but what a great man and the Marv. what a humble man. Yeah, the Marv. And he was uh, uh, he was a military genius. Was he? Yeah, I didn't know he, that. He, he loved uh, military uh, war, history. Yeah, military history. No kidding. Yeah, and uh, I I was so um, I was just so taken by his. You know, he was just so kind, and, you know, when I just met him, He's introducing myself, you know, yeah. out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I loved it, too. Yeah. So, anyhow, that uh, was just a great moment. And I have to take this moment, and Jacob, be ready here, my friend. All right? You there, Jacob? Oh, he's on the phone. We can't get Jay, it. You, you can't yeah. listen. Okay. You can't. All right. We got a special happy birthday going out to a young man named James DeSantis. Now, James, I met in the Steelers men's fantasy, or not the Steelers youth fantasy camp, or, youth uh, football, football camps. Youth football I'm all program. goofed up this morning, James, so forgive me. But he's too 13 much years caffeine, old. Too, too much, much caffeine. Yeah, we got our caffeinated water seltzers yeah, here. We're just right. killing it. So the fact is, I want to wish happy birthday to this young man. He's a special dude. I love his efforts at the football camps. Yes, so we are sending out. A major happy birthday to young James DeSantis on his 13th. Young man, you're an overcomer. Love what you do. You stay with it. Your family, much love from Tunch and I to you and your family. 
So enjoy your birthday today. I Happy hope you, birthday. I hope you eat big. You know, you get that cake, cream that cake, man. Load up with some Rocky Road with it. You know, some maybe Reese's Pieces ice cream. Yeah. All that good stuff. Load it down with some nice whipped cream, you know, and just have at it. Because it's a 13th birthday. You know... Heather Keebler from the chapel. Yes. Uh, she made me three cookies, uh, gluten-free. Oh, nice. And they're chocolate chip, and they were great. And you didn't bring any. Not, yeah. not None to share no, with. No, I ate them. You ate them all. Yeah. You didn't even think about sharing. Here I bring a seltzer for you, and I, I don't even get a doggone gluten-free well, you, cookie. You, about. Can eat, you can eat gluten, and I can't. Well, okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that one there. Yeah. All right, so much love to James, much love to the family, and happy birthday, my friend. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Happy birthday. God bless you, brother. Amen, that's for sure. So moving right along, we're on Thursday before a Sunday kickoff. Right. This game the is Birds. Oh, man. This is sweet, baby. You know, I was excited last night. Uh, by the way. I don't know why you're not blinded because after all you've watched film over the years. Yeah. And I kept killing you because, you know, I'll watch a little bit of film here and there, you know, just to, you know, weekly to just be acquainted with the guys, you know, and seeing the matchups. But when you really got to study this stuff, you just start going in circles. Right. But I came up with a, just some bullet points, some quick hits. Yeah. Off of watching it. Let me see what you think about these as, as I kind of. Throw one of them at you here and there, okay? Um, number one, uh, Calais Campbell, as I told you last night, this dude is still a beast. Yeah, Calais Campbell uses his hands well, and uh, he is so physical, and he's got the he's got the full repertoire moves. He does. He's got a swim. He's got a club. He's got a rip, and he's got a. He's bull got rush. the hump move. Yeah, uh, but he does it a little bit different than Reggie. He throws it like across the chest to the far armpit. Right. He gets his shoulder in, and then he just boom, and he boom. moves people. Yeah. Even three hundred pounders. He lifts them off their feet. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, when you play against Calais Campbell, uh, and when I played against Reggie, you have to sting him uh, and Prior recoil. Prior to, yes. Yeah, yeah, recoil. Uh, because uh, when you sting him, when you punch and you recoil, he's got nothing to uh, club. You know you know who else had a tremendous club was Curly Culp. Right. The uh, nose tackle for Houston, and be, partly because he had the plaster Paris forearms. Yeah, some, he's, he's, he used to pat him up. He hit me in the head one time. By golly, I didn't even. I, I mean, I walked back in the huddle speaking Spanish. Yeah, I, mean, I had I had stars going off in my eyes and everything, just sparkles and everything. Just like I was totally stupid for the next couple of they plays. Were, they were, you know, Elvin Bethea had a great club too. He did too, but yeah. Curly, Curly at that time he was he was a, he was a good legit three hundred pounder. Right. Uh, he he was three hundred. He, he was close to three hundred. Yeah, because he was massive. Yeah. He was a heavyweight wrestler. Yeah. You know, and he was he was an amazing amazing athlete. When you look into his. His history he reminds me a little bit of Carlton Hasselrig. He right. was a tremendous wrestler. You Did know, a lot of damage in the internal lines. There was not a lot of 300-pounders when no, we played. No, not much at all. Uh, Wilbur Young right. uh, from San Diego. Yep. Uh, Mike Stensrud, who was Mike also Stensrud. down in Houston. He yeah, was 315. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Dave, uh, uh, Dave Butts. Butts, he was 345. He was 345? He was 345. Yeah, they used to say Dave Butts was so big that when he they put him when they wanted him to go in the jacuzzi, he got in the Hudson River with 
with an outboard or yeah, outboard yeah, yeah, motor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Matuzak, he John was three hundred. He was three hundred. Um, there was uh, uh, there was was Gary William Big Hands, Perry. Was, was Gary Big Hands Johnson? No, no he was like two eighty, two seventy five. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but, but Fridge was Louis Kelcher. Louis Kelcher. Louis Kelcher was three hundred. Yeah, he, well, he was like three forty, three fifty. He blew up because he was like around three hundred, three ten, and I think he got a knee injury or something. Yeah, if I remember, yeah, And then yeah. he just kind of started blowing up. Yeah. And then of course, uh, Fridge, like I said, was three seventy five. Um, and there were a few other guys, and they started to come into the league right. towards the end of our careers. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back then, Curly Culp was. He was a very menacing dude, you know. I remember that that those forearms with that plaster of Paris. You got plaster of Paris yeah. forearm stuff. Yeah, I mean, the guy had ace bandages, and they were so big, and it made his forearms look like Popeye. Yeah, you know. And he'd hit he hit me with that one time, and I'm telling you what, it was great googly moogly trying to speak Spanish in the huddle. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, getting back to Calais Campbell, we totally. Uh, tangented away from that. You know when I when I was uh, down in Jacksonville working right. with their guys, uh, Clayus Campbell came up to me and said, uh, "I like the work you're doing with our offensive linemen." And so I I, I said, "Man, you are a nice guy." And then my and, brother Ronnie, yeah. who covered, he was like his first what uh, ten years. Nine he said, years. "Much love to you, Tunch." And I said, much love to you, Calais. You know, the thing that about the, he, my brother Ronnie, who, like I said, was down in um, Ronnie sent me a Phoenix. text yesterday. To, oh, cool. He was praying for me. Oh, and excellent. I, and he said, I love you. And That's I, cool. I said, I love you And back. he does. You know what I mean? It's, you're, you're one of the I love Ronnie. Yeah. I, I love Ronnie. He's a good man. Yeah. You know? I wish we could. Uh, spend more time with him. I know. I think maybe we maybe we should go out to Phoenix. Uh, we could do that February. We could do that. Yeah, you know. And I think that you should make it of particular uh, importance to attend uh, the the Hoopy Palooza this coming year. Yeah, we yeah. need to have a Hoopy. Of course, Hoopy Palooza for all the people who don't know is when the whole family congregates at my mom's farm in yeah uh, so, in southwestern New York, and it's a wonderful time because with my brothers, you know, being here there and my uh, sister and all this stuff, uh, you know, we come together. We're at my mom's and we just stay there for a week, and it's the kids get all together and. And Hoopy Palooza is what it's all about. Lenny Ray is down in Florida now. No, no, she's not That's, down in Florida. No, no. Joy May, yeah. And uh, um, Joy, see. Joy May. It's, we got yeah, but. Well, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, no, you're just totally messing things oh, up. Oh, we are. <laughs> so they're all here. <laughs> they're all around here. Yes. I, I'm oh, sorry, I'm, I'm but sorry. the whole point is Palooza is something that uh, you know the whole family just enjoys, and it's just great. Yeah. So anyhow, um, moving right along, you guys back fought, to Clay's you, Campbell. You sitting around the campfire oh. telling uh, well, you have stories. To have, you have to have the the um, stick, the, yeah. uh, the speaking stick. So yeah. you have up, and it's a big, huge. It was taken off a tree um, that was it looks gnarled. It stands out in the middle of a field. It's really cool, and it's become a kind of like a, a, a family heritage thing. And uh, the kids tell stories around yeah. the campfire. Yeah, and so it just becomes this one beautiful storytelling night after night after night around the campfire. Yeah, and it's just a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you do you smoke cigars? 
Oh, yeah, that can yeah. happen. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I remember we smoked a cigar uh, on your mom's porch. Oh, isn't that the best part is when you look out, because from her back porch, you can see the oh, valley. Oh, you can see the valley. And then the seven hills surrounding around um, uh, Rushford, which is a small little town out there. The thing is so cool. Yeah. And it's just the best view. Yeah. And you know what? There's an even better cigar view on the back porch of Lenrace. Oh, my sister! Yes, let's go there. I, I think that's I yeah. think that's a necessary one. Yeah. So going along with Calais Campbell and getting back to that, looking at him, he against uh, who was it? Um, he had like two or three sacks, and I, I was just watching him just blow up against Philadelphia. Yeah, he was killing people. Yeah, and that hump move when he that right guard is a big boy from right. Philly, and yeah. he moved him off his feet almost, and I was surprised. I mean. He absolutely dominated uh, his part of the trenches. And when he moves, um, he leaves bodies in his wake. Yeah. You know what I mean? that is He is going to be something to watch. That's going to be right, a great right. battle. That's that going to be a great battle by uh, 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 Matt Filer and Oh, yeah. Uh, and, this uh, is a classic Calais Jurassic Mediator matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is Jurassic Park era type stuff. You yeah. want to watch this. Yeah. Because to me, there's nothing better than watching a couple of those guys go at it. And right. And you just see, I don't know, the essence of what football is all about right there. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, so. yeah. The, the, you know, I, I I love one-on-one matchups. Oh, it is. Uh, it's it's tremendous. Yeah, and uh, and Doc Way, uh, he's gonna play. Uh, he's gonna play on uh, Chooks. I don't know which yeah, side because yeah. uh, I've not seen any film on him. He was up in Minnesota. You know, uh, um, I got him on. Uh, oh, uh, did you check? The I got Minnesota him. Film? I got him on the left. Uh, left side. Did you check on the Minnesota film? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you you watch Minnesota film? Yeah, you know what? And uh, uh, when he was down at uh, uh, Jacksonville, he was on the left side. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just because he's playing outside. He linebacker. went to Minnesota, and I was just wondering where he'd be. Yeah. You know, and whether they're going to move him around because if you I watch, think they they're going to move him around. Baltimore has got people moving all around. Right. So uh, Matthew Judon and Patrick Queen, um, uh, Pernell Whitaker, uh, yeah. not Pernell uh, Boxer, Pernell McPhee. Pernell McPhee yeah. uh, he, <laughs> no, did you hear what I called him? Pernell, Pernell Whitaker, Whitaker, the boxer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's not a boxer. Yeah, and LJ, we're going to see LJ Ford. How about that? Yeah, it'll be good to see him. So there's yeah. a there's just a lot to unpack. There's a lot of fun that we're going to have. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. You know what? But we got to go to break, and we'll be back after this. It's Tunch and Wolf in the morning in the locker room.
you know, they have a motor operation and they probably acquire talent to fit that. But obviously when you got a guy like Calais Campbell, man, and his unique physical traits, he brings something in you and you lean on that and you utilize that, man. I see him disrupting passes and so forth, getting in passing lanes and, and things of that nature. Um, they recruit players and or acquire players that fit their mode and, and are capable of playing the style of ball that they desire to play. But at the same time, they're smart guys, Martindale and others I've known for a long time. Uh, they're going to do what their players can do and highlight those things as well. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Mike Tomlin was talking about Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator. And he's not really Wink. Uh, no, he's, that's a game show host. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, but the, their, their defensive line is great. Uh, Brandon Williams is a load. Uh, Derek Wolf, they got from Denver. Right, he's, uh, he's, he's a nice three tech he, guy. He, he he's a great three technique, and he uh, he gets. Re- Do you have how many years has Calais been in the league? Is this like this? He's double digit years. I know 13. that. Okay, it is thirteen. All right, you know what? He's got five passes defensed, five tackles for loss, and four sacks, and ten quarterback hits. Right. You watch him. I and this is another point that I came up. I had to say this, watching that Philly Eagle game, point number two, Carson Wentz is an extremely tough dude. Right. Because he got hits like every other pass. Right. If they weren't jostling him, they were slamming him to the turf. Yeah. I mean, Calais was all over him like a cheap suit, and the rest of the guys weren't far behind. And I will tell you, Carson Wentz, you have my respect because they beat on him. Like, did you ever, did you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever see those – those punching bag dummies that they'd wobble over. They call yeah, weebles. Yeah. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Oh, right. Well, Carson Wentz was like a weeble that not only fell down, but kept getting back up right. again. And I respect that because uh, he took a beat down. Right. Uh, so let's go to the phones. Uh, sar- sarcastic Sword, parts unknown. Sarcastic Sword, welcome to the locker room, bro. Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me in out of the rain under the porch roof here. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Hey, Wolf, I had an easier time finding the definition of poopy palooza than I did tangenated. I'm still waiting for a callback on that one. Hey, uh, last week, real quick, um, you know, that, that, that four down stance there, uh, uh, when the Titans, uh, down at the goal line, they eventually scored after the penalty, but those four downs, Boy, that said a lot about this defense. And, you know, Spillane, he's getting that film being seen all over the world, actually. And it, we'll see if it's a platform for a career to begin or just uh, fizzle away. But that, that is quite a hit that, uh, uh, you know, compared to the McDonald runover last year, I guess. But that, that so far, is, is quite a featured uh, hit. That, that was amazing for that guy, that contact. But, uh, you know, the schedule... I really think it, it, it's working out kind of neat here. I mean, the first games, in real general terms, uh, you had these these great runners that we came across, you know, starting with Barkley and then the Cleveland game and then Henry, of course. But now we're going to see something we haven't seen in a sense. I mean, we've had some mobile quarterbacks, but nothing the likes of, of Jackson. So this takes us into the group, uh, you know, eight or ten quarterbacks, Wilson, Murray, Jackson, Aaron Rodgers even. It's like a whole new 
uh, plateau for our defense to uh, to work against. And it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Butler comes up with. The thing that sticks in my head from previous Ravens games beyond the physicality and the emotion it's their use of tight ends. I'm hoping that we don't see, you know, 15 passes to their tight ends floating there as Jackson runs from one side to the other. And then, you know, a tight end eight yards out gets open. That, that seems to kill us, but uh, it, it's going to be great to watch. And, and you've got the, the, uh, you know, the inner game between Tucker and Boz, which could really be kind of neat to watch as too, as maybe they, they trade field goals from various distance, both of them, as usual. Uh, at least this year, Boz looking great, and Tucker automatic almost. So that that's going to be a, a, another part of the game. Just just a great thing, you know. Throw in Halloween. I mean, it's just a perfect time of year to meet these guys. Oh and, yeah. Uh, take a real a real good measurement of of where we are at this point. But the quarterback thing, the mobile quarterbacks, it, it, uh, how we adjust to that facet of the game here for the games to come and possibly playoffs is, is going to be uh, neat to watch how we adjust to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark, uh, Mark Andrews and uh, Nikki Boyle, uh, they're, they're great tight ends and uh, they're both physical. And last year I watched them come out uh, for pregame warmup and they had cut off sleeves and they had big pipes you know the thing that I point number four on watching the film last night. I made a notation myself and said Mark Andrews is more impressive than I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who was the third tight end? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, he and was, they, he, he was got a rid stud. of him. He was a stud too. He was a stud, but I didn't know Mark Andrews was as good as he was. Right, Mark Andrews. I, I told you Mark Andrews was good last year. Well, you said that. I I, I don't remember. For some reason, it just fell from my gourd. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that just crushed synapse. And Nick Boyle is good. Nick Boyle he's is good. Physical. He's, he's physical. Yeah. Yeah, he's not the pass catcher that Andrews yeah, is. Yeah, but he's, but he's, uh, but he's, he's physical. capable. Yeah, they, they yeah, both cool. jump over the, they both jump over tacklers. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Hilton's condition. Have you heard any? Uh, he didn't practice anything? yesterday. That's uh, okay. that's the only thing I can tell you. We're going to go down to practice today, um, but uh, Mike Hilton did not practice, and so that's unfortunate. But the fact is he still got Cam Sutton, which everybody was talking about yesterday with his Twitter yeah. stuff, and he's still a Stealer, and I don't yeah, know what all the Yeah, he's still is. there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't know what's well, going on. There's going to be plenty of – Plenty of leftover candy up on the counter up there, Tunch. Uh, <laughs> uh, I keep that in mind. I don't want you guys going off the beam with uh, sugar content. I, 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 I want uh, almond. I, I want uh, Mounds bars because they're oh, dark chocolate and coconut. Those are good, man. That's my favorite too, with or without the almond. That's, that's my candy bar. If you ever, right, guys, here's here's a, hey, listen, sword. Here's a key. You take a Mounds bar, take a bite, and then take a bite of Reese's peanut butter cup and all of it together. Let me tell you something. That's just, that'll send your head spinning. Yeah. With sugar. Yeah, put a couple in a blender and then drink them down. <laughs> be walking on the ceiling there. Hey, travel safe, guys. God bless. Thanks, right. thanks Sword. Appreciate it. God both. bless you, uh, Sword. Um, all that's, right. That's going to be a great game, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Telling, I'm getting excited already. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. 
Hey, good morning, you two old folks. It's here on the Nation of Chicago. Hope everybody's doing well this morning. How you feeling, Tooch? I'm feeling great, uh, uh, CR. Yeah, okay. Well, you you ought to be doing good. You got your own personal uh, one-man uh, support team there, uh, 24-7, 365. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of love for, for you guys, man. It's a lot of love for yeah. uh, how you guys hang out together and uh no, a lot of you and you inspire. You could hear it on the radio, man. How you guys inspire just so many people, uh, and in and in return, I I could I I'm I'm clear to say that uh, we inspire you too as well. So yeah, thank you, you for being you, and we appreciate that, brother. And thank you for your prayers, Cr. God bless you, buddy. Hey, but I I got to do that, man. Hey, if uh, you know that, that's what it's all about. So uh, first of all, I want to start out with uh, inside the locker room. Um, uh, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, right now, we at uh, total of 57 people in uh, 26 uh, different uh, states and, and locations. And uh, I really want to give a, a, a shout out to um, to, to Carla and Son. Uh, really was was good to, to hear to hear her speaking yesterday, and I hope she inspires other females to come on board. Uh, that's wonderful. As far as um, Kayla, everybody's con- Kayla. My bad, Kayla, yep. Taylor and Son, and. Uh, don't forget, everybody, the, um, uh, in the locker room uh, uh, on, on, uh, on the radio show, uh, that download that iHeart app first and then download inside, uh, I mean, download the Steel Nation radio and then inside the locker room and then call that number, 412-919-1316, because the more people we got, Miriam, we got people all over the world. So that's, that, that's pretty cool. 1316. Yeah, one three one six. Hey, you got to get your info right. We need it right. We're gonna have people making wrong calls. Journalistic integrity. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, (laughs) excellent. And 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 Wolf, I I just I'm just so happy for you yesterday. Now, now don't blow it. Now you got to stay on on board, man. I know we're trying, man. I tried not to party too hard at home last night. He's got to get back to not two (laughs) ninety five Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I heard I heard you guys talk a little while ago about all those all, all those heavy loads back in the day, man. It was some big big people out there, man. Right? People oh, absolutely. Back in the day, you and, know. Uh, and to be able, hey, let me tell you, you know what was the biggest human being though I ever went one on one with, and the world's strongest man in '81. They had they had a um, sumo contest as part of the whole thing, and the first North American sumo. And it's really a bad visual, and I apologize for like bringing this up. But the dude that I beat in the first round was six four and a half, four hundred nine pounds. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And it, then, and oh, he was he, way too big. And man. then when he walked away, the camera filmed oh, his. Butt. Okay, all right, you don't have to do that. All right, we don't have to get that that nasty. But I will tell you, that was a huge, huge human being. Well, hey, I'm proud of you that you came through and you're still hanging in there, man. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You, are, you, are all your story. I still, I, I got your book too, though, Wolf, and I've, I've been reading. I'm almost done with it. You mean so, Tunch? Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, Tunch. Yes. Uh, well, Wolf, you, you in there? So I know he plagiarized my mind. No, I, 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 I wanted to share Wolf's stories. I had to go. Yeah. What? I, what? It's basically one of us is telling the truth. We don't know which. <laughs> He but gives I, his I, version, I give mine. You know, I we're just we're just preparing when we meet the Lord. See, because you know, like Lord, you got you got to understand. <laughs> yeah, I 
guess it's for verification, but I like the way you he uh, he you uh, touch. I like the way you inserted the, the pages with, with his own little like his own little picture and bio on, on each subject that he covered. Yeah. But um, you know, so anyway, uh, hopefully when I get a chance to hook up with you, uh, you 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 put some signature on that book for me, man, so I can uh, so, so 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 when they lay me down to rest. I can have the, I can have the book in my arm. There you go. That'd be a good one. I'll I'll autograph it for you. <laughs> so as far as uh, what's going on uh, with the Steelers, um, everybody just you know stay calm. There's still lots of work to be done. Uh, we are uh, this year is is a unique year. I always say that, and it's very specific for us, and it's a testament to the organization. I was reading something the other day. Uh, they was talking about, well, Pittsburgh has come back with uh, uh, Pittsburgh, in a sense. And the one thing about the Steelers is they have, you know, they lost for like 40-some years. For 40-some years, they were like the doormat of the NFL. And then they hired uh, Chuck back in 69. Right. And then they got Joe Green. And then they had uh, the the best uh, NFL draft in the history of the NFL when they got right. the Right, the 74 draft. Yeah, and then they got the Hall of Famers, and then the, all the first we've done. So I'm saying all this here. I'm saying all that to say this is that this is a test for us, a real big test. People take for granted what we had to go through last year, losing Ben, uh, rookie quarterbacks, uh, second-string quarterbacks, and yet we did not have a losing season. Let me say that again: we did not have a losing season. Exactly. Now we got the big Ben back, and uh, and the mindset of the team, and we're, we're winning. And we're doing the things we're supposed to do. We've got a balanced offense, a balanced defense, and we've got uh, Ray Ray and a cloud of dust uh, on the special teams. And so we've got a lot of good things going on. Uh, with our defense... CR, though, I gotta, I'm sorry, buddy. We're, get, we're up against a break, bud. All right? We All right, to... then. We'll, we'll talk some more. Sounds so good. And in COVID-19 between time. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, CR. Appreciate you, brother. All right. We'll be back after this. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room, and we'll be back. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, when we go with uh, Breezen, George Benson. Where was George Benson in Pittsburgh? Where was he from? Do you I know? don't know. Yeah, I uh, do not know. So, we, we're welcoming Jerry Dulac from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and from the Steelers Radio Network. And he is sponsored by Frank B. Fuhr Wholesale, proud distributor of Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL, and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, welcome, to, uh, Jerry. Uh, do you know where George Benson was from? Yeah, uh, I believe he's from McKeesport. Oh, oh man. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. That's me. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Well you played, know, dude. You claim you claim you claim McKeesport is one of your quote residences, as we all know. I yeah, I lived there the summer before my uh, rookie year, and I I, I I lived with Jerry Glusick and his family. Right, right, ex- 
exactly. So you know, you can you can claim it for a little piece of it if you like. Yeah. So what's going on in the world of uh, Zoom and some of the best that you can pull down from uh, some of the interviews the guys have been doing? You got anything there? Well, I think the the most fascinating uh, thing that um, you know that we're seeing, and uh, I talked to Ben about yesterday, was how fast he is getting rid of the ball. I mean, it's uh, you know he has gone. Uh, from a gunslinger to like a second baseman in baseball turning the double play. Right. You know, he's getting rid of that ball. I think his average is, or not I think, I know, is 2.05 seconds. Wow. snap to throw his average, and that's the fastest in the last five years. In Tennessee, he was 2.02 seconds getting rid of the ball, and he has – Fellas, he has seven touchdowns this year. It's the most in the NFL when getting rid of the ball in under two seconds. Uh, I haven't seen an object get out of somebody's hands faster since I watched Wolf eat wings at Dino's. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And you know what? And, and he catch. sucks the uh, marrow oh, off the absolutely. bone. absolutely. Man, oh, man. You know, it's hard to comprehend that anybody could make a snap judgment that fast. Right. You know, I mean, you when you think about it, the windows in pro football are so small. And you go back to last week with that throw to Deontay Johnson from 11 yards out. And like I said, that was a very tiny window he threw into, and it was just a snap throw, man. Yeah, and, and you know, Wolf, you, one of the operative words there, curiously, is snap. And Ben said one of the secrets or keys that is, you know, not, you know, considered much is is the snap itself. And he says Marquise Pouncey snaps the ball to him in such a way that, um, you know, he's able to get it for the most part, laces up. Now, he says there are times on those really quick ones where he doesn't even have his hands on the laces, but he says, uh, you know, that Marquise Pouncey's ability to snap the ball to him the proper way, at least the way he likes, is a big reason why he's able to get that ball off as as quick as he does. But you're right, it's those, those snap judgments. And, you know, one of the problems, fellas, and we have seen this, you know, we have seen more of his passes, not a ton, but we've seen several of his passes get tipped or deflected right. at the line of scrimmage. And the reason for that, of course, is, when you're throwing shorter passes, slower. Yeah. So quite naturally, if you're throwing 18, 20 yards down the field, as opposed to three or four yards off the, over the line of scrimmage, naturally the trajectory is going to be different. But And, and you guys know this, too. Um, you know, and, and we hear the Steeler defensive linemen talk about this with the advent of the quick passing game. When defensive linemen, when you're throwing it that quick, and they think or know that they can't get to the quarterback, what do they do? They put their arms up right now. So, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of clogging those passing lanes, and that's why you're seeing a few more passes being uh, tipped and deflected. They play draw or screen. Right. The defensive line will play draw or screen. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, no doubt in my mind. You know what would be interesting to find out? and it, You know, that's part of the frustration of not being – able to talk with the guys like we normally could, you know, yeah. back, you know, like like last year. But to find out the VR, the virtual reality, I know that they they view it from behind the huddle 
And I wonder how much of that has increased the proficiency of quarterbacks to to be able to visualize wearing the virtual reality headgear and see the windows that you want to see. How much do they do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I wonder. Oh, no, they always film it. Ask Corey about yeah, it. Yeah. They, they film it. It's behind the huddle. But when you see the view with the virtual reality, it's pretty cool. But what I'm saying is, do they did use it? Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Wow. Last year. Well, last year it was, you know, just something I got to see once. But the point is, um, I wonder how much is it's used by the quarterbacks to create that visual look you want to see for the the window that you want to see in actual playing time, you know, to be able to throw the ball at. Yeah, you know, if I don't know the answer to that question, uh, but, uh, you know, you've picked my curiosity and now I'm going to find out because – uh, I'm sure that is a great aid, uh, but how much they use it uh, or how effective it is, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it is pretty cool. But, I'm, yeah, I'm going to look into that. Thanks for the idea. That, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. It, 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 you know, I, you know, I, you know Billy, I, I, I don't know everything. I just pretend to know most things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing that I love about Ben is, is he sees the coverages very well uh, this year, and he throws the ball uh, quickly, and he throws it accurately, uh, Jerry. And, and, and it, it's uh, it's uh, it, 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 he's the great quarterback. Well, he's uh, the summation yeah. of all his experiences. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what I mean? the, well, you know, you know, turns to your to your point, and because of the you know the quicker, shorter throws. His completion percentage right now, 68.2, I think it is, would be the highest of his career. But he's also he's also productive because his 13 touchdown passes, okay, you know, if you if you prorate that over the course of the year, that's 35, and that would be the most right. in his career. So, yeah, he's, he's being more accurate, and, and right now he's being more productive. Right. No question in my mind. Uh, he's, Just a watch great, him operate. he's a great quarterback. Now, everybody's kind of harping on the three INTs that he threw last week. And uh, how many of them were deflected? I'm trying to remember. There was yeah, one, one, was, one, one was deflected. The one to, the one to Juju, um, you know, it was almost in the triple coverage. I thought it was uh, uh, ill-advised. But the one I kind of had a problem with, not the interception. I don't fault Ben for it. I fault I fault them for the play call. I mean, you know. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. Fumbles a snap. You know, he tries to make the throw. Illegal guys downfield. The Steelers get the ball at the thirty-two with fourteen seconds left. Right. Now, I know Mike Tomlin said when they got the false start penalty that changed their mindset, but that only pushed it back to the thirty-seven. You and I don't think they had timeouts left, fellas. But still. You had time for a sideline pass, eight or ten yards, or you even had time, I think, with 14 seconds. Wouldn't you agree? I think they say it takes 12 seconds, um, where, you know, you throw it over the middle and clock it. And so um, I thought they could have got a few extra yards and then had uh, Chris Boswell kick the field goal. Right, right. And you you know that play came in from the sideline. It wasn't like Ben was running the no huddle or the hurry up, you know, to try and get a playoff. I, I, and, and so he throws it into the end zone, you know, a bit of a Hail Mary, and it's intercepted. So I don't fault him. I fault the play call that, that uh, you know, for, for deciding to do that and not getting a few extra yards and kicking the field goal. 
So we're we're going to change subjects, uh, uh, Jerry. What do you think of uh, AB going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And do you think he's going to cause problems uh, uh, when Tom Brady doesn't look at him? Well, a couple things. One, I could promise you that decision did not come from Bruce Arians. Uh, that came from Tom Brady, who politics for him in New England yeah. and politics for him here. I know Bruce Arians is not a fan of Antonio Brown, the person. Uh, and, you know, apparently he has warned him that you be a team player or you're gone. So, but that decision came from, uh, like I said, it had to be from Tom Brady. And um, uh, I, I, do I expect him to change? Absolutely not. Uh, he's not going to. Oh, he might be on his best behavior for a couple games, but eventually, I mean, he's Antonio Brown, and a leopard doesn't change his spots, and eventually, if he's not the feature guy, he's going to create a problem. Right? Or, you know, he's, uh, and, and that's just been his M.O., and I don't expect that uh, to change. I was surprised because I didn't think that Tampa Bay really needed any wideouts because they have two tight ends, and they have Mike Evans, and they have Charles uh, Chris Godwin. Um, you know, so, I mean, they have guys who are catching the ball, and I get it. You want another guy. But I, I thought somebody like, uh, uh, you know, Seattle, even Baltimore, I thought might be inclined to assign him because their they're only, uh, only real wideout who's dangerous is Marquise Brown, who, by the way, is not related to Antonio Brown despite what people say. Right. You know, the interesting thing to me is – Tom Brady's desire to bring him in. He, he loves, must, he loves he must Tom. think he that he can AB. keep A.B. from his short experience in New England. He must feel that he can keep him in line. And the other thing about it is B.A. is, is uh, a guy that seemingly has an ability to help in that area. I mean, you bring in Leonard Fournette, and again, Jacksonville couldn't get a happy meal for him, right? But the fact is, right. they got him in-house, and he, is going, he could be a force – and I don't know. Maybe Tom Brady is the key factor in keeping guys happy there. Well, you might be right, Wolf. And you know, we saw this in New England too. New England, you know, go go down the list. You know, just recently, Legarrette Blunt they brought they brought in Randy Moss. You know, they felt in that culture in that environment that those guys could fit in and walk the straight line, right. and, and be on their best behavior. So Brady Brady one either has that in his mind. Or, you know, it's in his DNA from what he was exposed to in New England. Or, yes, he's the guy who keeps him in line. But Antonio Brown is, to me, is the worst of all those examples because I can't think of anybody, certainly in professional, in, in pro football, maybe in professional sports, and without question with the Steelers, he is the most insubordinate player, and his act that he pulled at the end of two years ago was the most egregious and selfish that I have seen. And so uh, you can you can point, paint all the uh, point up all the bad boys you want. He's at the uh, coach killers. He's at the top of the list. You know, I you know I I, I think he's going to be uh, toeing the line, uh, Jerry, because uh, you know I, I I think he saw what happened, uh, and uh, everybody turned their back on him. So I think that he's going to be toeing the line. You might be right, Tunch, and you would think that. And, and I don't want to say I hope you're right because, you know, I don't have any concerns one way or another about Antonio Brown. But the problem is he's never listened to anybody as we see. Now, he's been quiet, and maybe you're right, at least for now, uh, that, that I mean that he's, he's that way. Um, but we shall see because um, 
He's a he is a person who doesn't listen to anybody because he doesn't have that circle of friends. So you know, it's he, he you know he grew up differently than, than we did, and so right. there's nobody who he listens to and advises him uh, on on how to behave, how to manage yourself, how to manage your professional life, your money, or whatever the case may be. And and that's the problem with Antonio Brown. He has nobody to listen to, and he listens to nobody. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, brother, thank you so very much. We're going to go to break. Appreciate you, Jerry Dulac. We'll see you down there maybe this afternoon. Are you going to be down there? I'm, I'm headed there now, fellas, and I pulled over so I didn't drop the call and you guys get worried about me. Man, oh, man, you are a true pro. Jerry Dulac, thank you for coming to the locker All room, boys. brother. All righty. Always enjoy, always enjoy being in the locker room. Thank you, Jerry. All right, we'll be back with more after this. Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, you know, one of the things things we were talking about is uh, the development of a football team. Uh, it, it, uh, It matches four game series. Uh, and uh, you, the first four games is not the second four games. But uh, you know what uh, Mike Tomlin said that uh, you know we're, we're we're not we have not arrived. He didn't say that, but he was in, intimating that. And so uh, there's a, a, a steady progression of the NFL teams, and he said that uh, there's 31 other teams there uh, going through this stuff uh, the same as the Steelers. Well, you're finding out who's capable, what's capable, and and then you're putting these things together. And as you're finding out the who and the what, then you're also finding out um, your ability to increase more. The why. And the why is another one, or the how. Yeah. You know, or the buts, or the... (laughs) I don't know, I'm getting lost in the whole thing. Here's, Here's the point. You're just growing as a team, right? You know, and some guys um, they come out of the gates fast and they fade. Some guys 
they start you know moderate and increase over the long haul it's it's how everybody you know just kind of takes this in stride and grows from it yeah you know i mean when you get to be a, a solid veteran, you understand that you can't get too high, you can't right. get too low. Well, you maintain your routine, you maintain your discipline, and you just make sure you have some fun while you're having it along the way. And so the and what uh, did Chuck always used to say: "What's the most fun? Yeah, Winning. The landscape of the NFL changes every four weeks. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, Steelers uh, are uh, uh, have it six and zero, uh, and they're going into. Uh, Baltimore and uh it's I, gonna be great yeah yeah and it's I, no crowd noise <laughs> exactly so all right so I just before we go to the calls I want to ask you now um one of the things I, I I came away from watching film last night I thought you know the rat birds can be beaten deep yeah how about that now here's the thing about it you know Ben hasn't been throwing the ball too far down the field but you look at these guys Marlon Humphrey and you look at uh, Marcus Peters they had issues against Philadelphia. Right. Even when the Philadelphia guys dropped the ball when they were wide open. Yeah. It was unbelievable. But um, you know, you can you can get that rock downfield deep on them. And Jimmy Smith's too. Uh he's uh he's uh a gambler. Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised. Now part of it has to do with a twenty two sack pass rush. Yeah. And these guys come at you and as we've already Talked about Calais Campbell and his ability to inflict damage on any passing game. Right. Um, but I came away with a distinct impression that you can beat these guys down the field. Right. So just something else that I thought. Okay. Chuck, Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott, uh, uh, their safeties. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm surprised that the Anthony uh, Levine is not playing. Yeah, I'm surprised that the Jimmy Smith is – been relegated third, to some, yeah, third, third uh, corner. Third corner. Um, the other thing I would say, too, is, uh, oh, rats. Just had a great thought, but I lost it. It, it lost it. I just, yeah, just went right away. It was just like a bird just flying out. Yeah, you, you <laughs> thought that Jimmy Smith was uh, well, starting corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Jimmy Smith has been at a high level for, a, for quite right, some time, right. you know, and you always think of Jimmy Smith when you come into Baltimore and, in the passing game and the problems he can present. But, um, you know, looking at Marcus Peters and uh, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. You know, and I saw Marlon got beat a couple times right. deep. So, anyhow, uh, we will see where they go. By the way, here's another thought. Let me ask you this. Ronnie Stanley, does he have the weirdest stance you've ever seen next to Randall McDaniel? Yeah, yeah. Remember Randall McDaniel from yeah. the Vikings? Yeah. You know, how he had that leg out yeah. sideways? And, yeah. But – you look at Ronnie Stanley, he gets this awkward stance. He's got his right hand back on his hip and he turns. And I don't it's just kind of funny, but he's got some mean in him too. Yeah, he he's he's a good player. Yeah. Uh he uh and uh uh you know, he, he played from Notre Dame and uh, he was a first round draft. He's got player. a little bit of mean in him. Yeah. He got some of that nasty. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hello. Good morning, guys. How y'all? Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Doing great. How you doing, brother? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Doing good. Want to give a shout out to my guys, the, the Steelers, Thirty Thousand Beakers crew, and our new newest member, Miss Kayla. Absolutely. Oh, Miss Kayla. Yes. Yeah. 
also uh, all right let's, let's talk about these rappers so i just was watching a video i, I was just watching a video online it's now they have Dez Bryant and T.H.K. Pooh at practice, and he's also wearing the number 11. What you guys got to think about that? Well, it seems like that's an expensive way to imitate Clay, Chase Claypool to right. sign Des Bryant. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they they looked at him last year or this past summer or something, and they they right. didn't really pull the trigger on anything. So I was kind of surprised when they did, but I don't see Des doing anything other than imitating Chase Claypool for a little while. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't think that's a good fit for them. <laughs> well, he's thirty-one, thirty-two, something yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe they're maybe that's why they they signed him. All right, got a week of looking at a guy who is the same body, sort of uh, you know uh, stretches as Chase Claypool. You know, he's the same height probably, and maybe he can still run somewhat. Des Bryant, but uh, I don't think that did, the, did they signed Des Bryant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. to the practice yeah, squad. Not, yeah. To the practice squad, yeah. yeah. But they got him playing yeah. uh, Chase Claypool in practice. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I want to give a shout-out to Labs, uh, Gary Dulac, and the crew. Please, those guys are doing a wonderful thing this season. With everything going on, they can't be in the locker room with the guys. They're doing a wonderful thing. So, shout-out to those guys, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those guys' labs, of course, and Jerry Dulick, Jim, Jim and Wexel. Jim Wexel. Uh, and, you know, all these guys, they, they work hard at what they do, and they bring in a lot of information. Right. We're very grateful that they Break a lot the, of, bring a lot of insight. Yeah, they bring a lot of insight to the locker room. So thank you, Juan. That's very nice. No problem, no problem. I love listening to those guys when you all have those moments. And um, also, let me tell you a story. So I was in a barbershop yesterday. And um, it was a lady in there, and she actually saw it with my Steelers gear on. How about she said her nephew um got the call that Tomlin was going to draft him in the third round. But that's when we end up taking um Dawson. He was uh, her nephew, John Sampson. The Raiders end up taking him, and she was like, "Man, I, I wish the Steelers had got him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of people that wish right. the Steelers had picked them. Yeah, but the you know the Raiders. But it's okay. It's not, it's not being a Steeler. Yeah, it's not being, you know, being a Steeler is something special. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say? Yeah, like like you guys always say, it's a, it's a family thing. We don't have to know each other and nothing, but it's just something that we can feel that family bonding. Absolutely, no doubt about it. That's what Steelers Nation is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with all us calling from all over the world, and we just talk and we. Say hello to each other like we know each other for a while. That's a wonderful feeling to have. Absolutely, you share something in common yeah, with other people. Yeah, the, the, you know, I, I I loved meeting you in Jacksonville, Juan. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, hey, um, Tunch, hey, thank God you um you ate all the cookies because thank God you didn't bring them into Wolf because we got to keep them under three votes. <laughs> Yeah, well played. I, I I didn't bring them to him because uh, uh, they're gluten free, and uh, he, he's hoarding them for himself. And, and I'm hoarding them for myself because I can't eat gluten. You know, here's the thing about it: that Missy Matthews brought to the last game, right? Um, she brought these gluten free brownies, right? Okay, yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, but you know, I I take them right. I ate, they were great, right? They were great. I mean, really good. Yeah. 
Not that I had one and or, you ta- two and or you three. Ta- I took them ta- for the kids, took, Juan. Took them home for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah we gotta we gotta keep those things away from you. Long, Tunch can eat them because we gotta get Tunch we gotta get Tunch over the two bowl, so he he can eat them, not you, because we gotta keep you out of the three bowl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're gonna get him over too. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, guys. I'll call in tomorrow. I gotta do some studying and see what my prediction is gonna be tomorrow. I'll call in tomorrow and give you guys my prediction. All right, buddy. Sounds good, Juan. Thank you, brother. Sounds Appreciate good. you. All right, thank you, guys. Yeah. Love, you, love you, guys. God bless you. Love, love you, too. You back, God man. bless you. Uh, thank you for your prayers, Juan. Uh, uh, you know, you know, I love this. There, there, there's a, you know, I, I tend to fall off the diet wagon, right? Right. So Buddy sent out things says, not only did you fall off the diet wagon, you dragged it into the woods, set it on fire, and used the insurance money to buy cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh, that's good. That is good. That's good. That nice. is good. Nice. Who wrote that? Oh, guy, I don't know who wrote it. It's just uh, from a buddy of mine, Pat. Yeah, Pat. No, it's just somebody from Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. Syracuse guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, you know, it's uh, it's great that uh, we have these calls. And uh, well, uh, that's what Steelers Nation is right, about. Right, and that right. was the foresight, I think, of Art in setting up Steelers Nation Unite right. and the whole thing because it brings together when when you think about it, all those people uh, who left Pittsburgh back in the seventies. Yeah, you know when the steelworking industry went down and, yeah. and people, you know, the second, third generations started to move to other places to find work they took with them their love of the Steelers right and so that's why when people talk about Steelers Nation travels um they're, they're already there yeah you know what I mean and they've kept their love for the Steelers you find Steeler bars everywhere as far as Rome in Italy yeah uh, and we've had callers from uh over in Russia and Uzbekistan uh, and everything else yeah you know. uh Ireland yeah I so Dublin. But, yes. And, uh, you know, that's what's the common denominator in all of us. We all yeah. love the Steelers. Yeah. So. Good deal. Yeah. Good all deal. right. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, have more of your calls. He's Wolf Om Tunch. You're in a locker room. And uh, uh, we'll be back after this. this week. Um, we don't live in our fears. Um, that's just how we go about business. It's one challenge at a time. 
Uh, we're singularly professionally focused on this week's challenge and his inclusion in it. And uh, that's the only way we, we know to go about this journey. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. They're always singularly focused on the Ratbirds, because uh, that's a physical game. It's an intense game. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the game... Takes a lot out of you guys. No question right. about it. Ever since, well, the early days of Mike Tomlin, Jim, uh, John Harbaugh coming together as the right. head coaches. Um, w- when Mike Tomlin once and first identified this as two trains, one track, right. it became something that uh, the NFL loved, and yeah. they want to put it in the in the top spot. And it always is a physical game, regardless. And I think it's to me, it's thrilling because. The game is often resembled the old days of the 80s and 90s football. Right, right, you right, know, right. When you didn't, you know, you had no thought of your own personal safety nor anybody else's. It was all about laying it on the line. I there. saw um, uh, the uh, last night uh, uh, Ryan Clark was on, and he uh, he uh, took out Willis McGee. Oh yes, uh, that was a that big was hit. one of the greatest hits ever. You know, and that was, that was, you know, the whole thing about it is those hits, um, they were part of the game. They were right. celebrated. That's why we got into it, basically. Right. You yeah. Know? Well, we, we love big hits. Oh, man. But they don't love big hits no. anymore. No. Uh, they don't Debo love... went and ruined it. Yeah. Debo. It was all Debo's yeah, fault. When he, Debo. when he dropped the bomb on uh, Muhammad Masakway and uh, he uh, said, Josh Cribbs. Yeah. Muhammad Masakway and Josh Cribbs. He said, uh, well, that uh, ends, there goes the, the there goes the, the wildcat. Uh, wildcat. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. hold on. Now, some of the bullet points I was making last night. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, see if you agree with. They haven't found an adequate replacement for Marshall Yonda yet. No, no. Uh, Tyra, uh, Tyree. Tyree Phillips. Is it Tyree is, or is it? It's a Tyree, and okay. he's a rook. Yeah. And I just watching him, he looks like he's got some issues. Yeah. He's not you know, overly he's a physical. Rook. Yeah, he's a he's a rook. He's raw. Yeah, he's raw, but he's not overly physical either. Right, just right. watching him. The other thing, okay. and Bosman, uh, Bosman <laughs> oh. is soft. Okay, can I? Here's what I wrote. I was watching. I go. There are moments when Bradley Bozeman looks useless. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> useless. I mean, I watched him one time. He pulled to his right. He tripped over Matt Skura's ankle, the, the yeah. center. And he fell down. He looked like baby Huey wallowing around on the ground. Uh, then on another one, on a pass thing, he just turned away from the guy and let the guy run through. But then you'll see every now and then he'll come down the line and he'll mulch somebody. You yeah. know, I mean, he'll hit him. Uh, he's, he's definitely an all or nothing type guy. Yeah. You know we, you know those guys. They're either going to kill you, or or they're just not going to do anything. Blind dog in a meat house. <laughs> he, yes, that's exactly what he reminded me of. A blind dog in a meat house. Yeah, the, so. that's what uh, 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 Raleigh would say. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He had some other saints too. Yeah, but this is a family show, and we will not go there. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, all right, you would agree with that with the Bradley yeah, and uh, Tyree Phelps. You know, uh, Matt Skura is not bad. No, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think and he's a good Orlando player. Brown, uh, he's you know, 
he's on one point he looks good. Another, he, he hasn't got looks, good feet. No, he he always looks kind of soft. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, he's got he doesn't have the overwhelming physical presence nor demeanor of his father. Yeah, his father when they called Orlando him Zeus. Browns. Yeah, when they called Those, him Zeus. Yeah, um, you know he was he was a menacing looking dude. He was he he was an intimidator. Right. Uh, Orlando's not an intimidator. Yeah. Um, okay. So. All right, let's more. go to the phones. Ed in Phoenix. Ed, welcome to the locker room, bro. Hello. Gentlemen, how are you today? We Good. are great, Ed. We how are you great, doing, Ed, man? Ed, how are you doing? How is the Valley of the Sun, or whatever you call it down yeah, there? The Valley of the Sun, It's it's. you're right. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Craig, you've probably heard. It's cooled off, and then it's just been wonderful. I love the windows open and the cold weather. <laughs> uh, exactly. How cold is cold down there in Phoenix? It's not very. Well, it's been. It was down below fifty yesterday morning, and this morning it was like fifty-one or so. What's it get like in, during the day? Does it go oh, back? It still gets up near ninety. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's in the eighties. I don't know. Ed, but that's the reason I called, actually. And um, have, have you ever uh, uh, real? <laughs> have you ever hiked? Uh, yeah, go ahead, the, the, um, the, Have you ever hiked uh, um, Camelback? Uh, the the Camelback and uh, or, or the uh, uh, what's that uh, 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 hiking trail? Uh, it's so, south <laughs> southeast and uh, yeah. I love hiking in yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, I do a lot of I do I do a lot of hiking stunts and, and next year during training camp I'd love to talk to you about that because actually mountaineering is my biggest passion in life. Oh, so yeah, me too. Well, we went uh, uh my buddy Bobby Gilbert and I came uh, to Phoenix, and we went up to Sedona, and we hiked all the trails in Sedona, and then we hiked uh, um, Camelback uh, before we went. We got on the plane. Well, real quick before Steelers, I wanted to mention two things, and that's Tunch. You know, we don't get through in Phoenix a lot, so I want you to you know that, of course, not only I pray for you every day, but there's a lot of Steelers Nation here. Oh, you guys thank you. Charlie, you guys know. So thank you. Thank you, you, Ed. I love you, brother. Thank you for praying. Yeah, and the second thing is you got you got to nix the whole idea about vacationing here to come see Ronnie in February because you've got a Super Bowl to go to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So you got to wait till no, after. There's no booking travel. <laughs> hey, yeah. I like your thinking, hey, buddy. Did you did you ever hike Lost Dutchman's Trail? Where's I, no, I don't think so. Is that the, in Tucson or? Yeah, that's in uh, Phoenix. Yeah. It's uh, south uh, southwest of Phoenix, and it's a tourist trap. But it's a uh, nope. b- b- good hiking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm older, you know, so I did most all my stuff, you know, before I even moved to Phoenix. So I I got the knee like Wolf does. (laughs) No, I got a new knee now, brother. I got I I got a knee replacement a couple (laughs) years a year a year and a half ago, I think it was. I know. Oh man, it's so it's the best thing I've done for myself. (laughs) It's great stuff. Yeah, I'm right behind you. All right. So, So I want to talk 22. Okay. 
Okay, so I know it's Thursday, maybe late for game balls, but Steven Nelson, especially after what Tomlin said in his press conference last week about being kind of concerned about his cornerbacks having to put their hat in there too much against Henry, he showed from the first whistle that he was in there the whole game. Yeah. And he got, and I know he got burned once. I get that. But I'd rather have a guy be right nine times than wrong once, you know. But I give him so much props this year because he has really stuck his hat in there and not been afraid to take on anybody. That's a great call, great observation. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And you know what? He's a consummate pro. When you talk to him, he's a perfect gentleman. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys, when he steps across that white line, boy, he just lights the fire. And he he's uh, mentally acute, um, never makes mistakes. Uh, he's in position. Yeah, not only is he mentally acute, but he's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, brother? I, I love you, Where's 22, because, um, uh, you know, when I first started listening to you guys, uh, my first camp phenom that year, I first started listening to In the Locker Room was Willie Gay. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and look how it turned out. And I was always really proud of that. So, you know, I love that he picked 22, and that's cool. Big play, Will Gay. We'll never forget yeah, him. We love that guy. He yeah, was a great guy. He had uh, how yep. many six uh, yep. pick sixes? I don't know. He had a lot. Yeah, he he was he had a string going there yeah. for a while. He had six in one year, and two of those were pick sixes. Yeah. Right. But I, there was something about he had a string of like a number of them in a row, and it was pretty cool. But yeah, we will not forget Willie Gay. He yeah. was a very smart guy, and one right. of those guys that you you appreciated. You know how he. Uh, he conducted himself day in and day out. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I think Nelson's representing that really well. All right, Ed. Thank <laughs> you Thank for you, the Ed. call. Appreciate it, brother. God bless you, man. God bless you, buddy. Have a great day. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I love hiking in uh Why do Phoenix. you hike? What's what's so great about hiking? I, Hike on a beach. You got palm trees. Oh, you got white man. sand. You got blue water. Hike through the the nice blue water of like uh, Honolulu. Yeah. Uh, why do you got to go up on Diamond Head where you know you gotta you fall that off the mountain? Hank Junior fell off a mountain. I sat with Hank. By the way, right. I had lunch with Hank. Yeah, Jr. yeah. He he's, he fell off a mountain. He smashed his face. Yeah, he did. He took his glasses off. He goes, "Yeah, look at this," and yeah, you can see that yeah. scar. Well, I love hiking. I, you know, uh, hiking. Uh, I hike to the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you would like hiking if you were lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if I was lighter, I'd like flying as well too. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, forget about it. Yeah. Well, uh, when when you uh, when you went on to see Ronnie, do you guys hike in it at all? No. Why would we hike? Ronnie hikes. He didn't hike when I was down there. Well, his backyard. He's got a big backyard. Yeah, yeah. I hiked up and down his backyard. He's got it, a pool and everything else. Yeah, but did, is is the mountains back uh, in his backyard? I don't know. I I wasn't paying attention to mountains when I was down there. You know? Oh man, he got some. Uh, he got some great grub, and I was just having a fine time. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. Did you eat? 
Of course you ate. Of course I ate. Yeah. yeah it's a wolfly thing to do, brother. Yeah, yeah. No no hiking. We, no hiking. We, we don't want hiking. Yeah. If I'm going to hike, I'm going to hike through, like I said, the, the nice blue sandy, oh, you know, man. white sand and blue water of uh, the Bahamas or, yeah. you know, something like that. Paradise Jacob, Island. What would you rather? Would you rather hike or be in like Paradise Island? Huh? Depends on the mood. I, oh. I like hiking. I don't know what you have against hiking. I love hiking. Yeah, I, hiking. Jacob, you 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 like hiking, but I also love a beach. Oh, there's but nothing I love, like a I, beach. I love you can't a beach. hike on a beach. The sand, it's not good. for Absolutely, your, it's great, man. Because it, it, you know, you got to work your legs, man. You got to, you know. Uh, uh, you know? Well, I'll take one or the other. You can't like <laughs> combine them. You got to take hiking in the mountains or a beach. Oh, you I'm hike not, through the if water. I'm on the beach. I'm in a chair. I'm not gonna. I hike. know that's so beautiful. Uh, My yeah. hiking is very limited in the beach. I I, lo- I love hiking on the beach too. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, he's wolf and he's lazy. <laughs> He doesn't like hiking. I don't like hiking. You know, every time I've invited him on hiking trips, he's turned me down. No, I don't want to hike. That's why Gilly, that's why yeah, God gave you Gilly yeah, yeah, as a buddy. And, and and when I text him a picture of uh, when we hiked the volcano in Death Valley, he said, don't fall off. You're right at the edge, you idiot. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud. And who goes to Death Valley for vacation? Paradise Island. Yes, that's nice. Honolulu. Oh, that's wonderful. Maybe even Guam. Okay. Nobody goes to Death Valley on vacation. We go. All All right. right, We'll take a break. Uh, We'll be back with stuff. Uh, He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. uh, And you are in the locker room. trying to improve every week um, and it, it starts with me I have to get better and I'll keep trying to do that um, and, but it's not going to be any easier this week because facing one of the best defenses in the game you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf presented by Neighborhood Ford Store the Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers now here's Tunch and Wolf welcome back everybody and indeed we are in the final battle lap and Tunch was hiking the Badlands. Yeah, like I, I hiked the Badlands when I went to uh, Death Valley. Uh, there were Badlands. Uh, there Valley. were uh, canyons to hike. Um, there were the volcano hike, and there were mountains to hike. It, it was the best place that I've ever hiked. 
Because it's uh, just such diversity. You know, one time I, I was in Paradise Cove and I like, cut across the, the lagoon, you know, and the water was like up to the waist and stuff. And it was just a great hike across, right. you know, just because then it cut down on the amount of, like I had to walk around the beach. No, you just cut right across the lagoon. And, and you know, Camelback. And they had a great little buffet over there, Camel, man. Camelback nice. is a great uh, amount to hike. Uh, you, you, you get to the top and you see Phoenix spread out. Okay, that's yeah. great. You know, there's a nice restaurant up there. You know, you can see all of Phoenix from the restaurant. It's really nice. It's up on top of the rocks and stuff. Uh, I, I didn't know that. There's a great restaurant there. Okay. My name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox. You might have noticed that I've uh, got a slight weight problem. No. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. Anyway, I went to this doctor, and well, he told me I, I swallowed a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, Dewey know, Oxberger. Uh, John Candy. Stripes, the great, the late, great John Candy. Yeah. By the way, Stripes was and uh, it came out in 84. We yeah. saw it in training camp yeah. of 84. We watched that probably parts of it at least half a dozen to Sonny. eight, nine times because we could sit in the air conditioning yeah. because St. Uh, Bonaventure Hall, I'm sorry, Bonaventure Hall didn't have any air yeah. conditioning back in the day. So that's how we cooled off. Yeah. So, all right. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go do Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room. Hey, how are you guys doing this morning? Always having a good time, brother. We're you know, I will say this great. with my brother over there, 40 years, we've always been having a good time no matter yeah. what we're doing. But he's at, he hasn't come hiking with me. <laughs> I don't want to hike. <laughs> you might have noticed I have a weight problem. <laughs> He eats, no. a, he eats a lot of aggression and a lot of pizzas, yes, too. exactly. <laughs> oh, oh. You guys cracked me up. Anyway, uh, what you got, brother? For journalistic integrity purposes, <laughs> Yes. Uh, I checked up on that uh, George Benson question. Oh, yeah. And he was born in the Hill District. Really? And attended uh, Shenley High School. Oh wow, man! Oh man, way to go! That's uh, that's great, Dano. Any way I can help, you know what I mean? Yeah, way to come into the locker room <laughs> with to, bearing gifts. Way to come into the locker room and with by information. The way, plot it's out to Jacob for a t- good, timely. Uh, you uh, know, uh, Oxberger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good, timely absolutely. stuff there. That's what you call <laughs> producing. It reminds me of that one section of stripes where uh, they were talking to Bill Murray and Harold Ramos, and he says, have you ever been convicted of a crime? Not convicted. Never Never convicted. convicted. (laughs) (laughs) Never convicted. You know the funniest thing, Dano, we saw that one time in Tunch and I, we – We'd always start in these meetings up by Bonaventure Hall in this team meeting room. Then we'd have to jog down over the softball field and then down to the lower level at training camp. So we're jogging across the field, and and Chuck came up next to us, and we're jogging together. And he looked at us, and he goes, I want you two to know that you're last, which is like a line from Caddyshack. And I looked right at Chuck. I said, I said, uh, Stripes. I'm sorry. What I say, Caddyshack? Yeah. yeah. I looked right at him. I go, I'm pacing myself, Sergeant. And <laughs> and Chuck looked at me like I had three heads. He jogged off, and Tunch says, Oh, he didn't see Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, and another thing, uh, Wolf, 
I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and they were out of the spicy... Ghost pepper donuts. Get out. All right. So there's a reason they're out. When they're out, that means they're good. That's what the that's what the lady said. I'm like going, you don't understand. I have to come back with a report. <laughs> I'm on a mission. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, I, I just wanted to uh, stop by. Stop by. Listen to me. Uh, just wanted to call in. Appreciate you. That, uh, that section of journalistic integrity and uh, we need it. What's that? I said we need it. Got to keep yeah. us on track, man. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Dano. Thanks, brother. All right. All right. Take care. God bless you both. God, God bless, bless you, man. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to Ernesto in Long Beach. But uh, Wolf wants a short beach. Yes. We- <laughs> How you doing, Ernesto? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you guys? We're doing wonderful. We're doing How are great. You? Hey, man. So uh, I was kind of nervous, you know, last night. You know, because I was just thinking about the game and, Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't sleep, so I started watching a little tape. And, uh, you know, and I know uh, I watched the tape from last season, from week eight, and, man, our defense really brought it to Lamar. Right, yes. And this is Lamar, MVP Lamar. He was week eight, he was full-blown MVP conversation already. And, uh, you know, uh, he had a good game. He threw interceptions. He was, he He got our defense really got to him and it just kind of took that uh worriness away from me i was like you know what i feel like this defense is better this year you know we're gonna be able to watch more tonight and uh come up tomorrow with the scouting report but i it's like i i I would say this is my last point i wanted to make the touch when i was watching i said I made this note last night. I said, something's going on with Lamar. His QBR is down. His completion percentage is down. His ability to throw outside the numbers looks to be down. His escapability from the pocket is down. And his sack total is up. I mean, he's already been sacked 15 times right. uh, and in six games. he's not doing great against the blitz either. He's not doing too good against the yeah. blitz either. So I don't know what to make of it yet. I just don't have a good grasp yeah. on it. And then uh, also... Uh, what do you guys think is going to have a big game? Uh, you know, uh, a player on defense and a player on offense. I think uh, I think Vinny Williams is going to have a great game because uh, and he can tackle Lamar. That's a great pick. And, uh, I'm I'm looking for Chase Claypool to appear again. Yeah, you know, a point in time maybe where they're not. That you take a look at Deontay, look at Juju. They both had big games. Yeah, what are they going to do? Where are you going to roll your coverage? We'll see. But at the same time, um, Chase may be a guy that creates that matchup problem that could be exploited. We'll see. And uh, I got T.J. Watt and Claypool. Right. So uh, I feel like T.J. Watt and. Uh, from just from watching film from that film, uh, him and Lamar have something going on. Lamar, uh, he did a really nasty stiff arm on him. He made him look real bad on that stiff arm he got on T.J. Watt. And then, then uh, later, T.J. Watt later, uh, uh, he sacked him. But, uh, you know, I feel like they got a little something going. You know, T.J.'s got something to prove right there. And uh, I feel like he's going to stand out. And uh, so I would like uh, for them to unleash the Maple Tron. <laughs> Unleash the Mapletron. I like that. Yes. I hope it's going to be big. I hope it's going to be exciting. And uh, I will tell you what, Ernesto, this game is going to be, I think, more along the lines of a throwback, hard-hitting 
Steelers-Ravens game that we've seen earlier. Uh, Ernesto, tune in tomorrow, brother. Okay, we gotta, we're up against it, and we got to take a, we got to you know, right. the end of the show. <laughs> so thank right. you so I'm much Mark for calling, Jackson. brother. All right. Mark Jackson, you are next. Yes, there you go, Lamar Jackson. You don't can't always be first, but you can be next. Indeed, I like that. All right, brother. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Scott, scouting report day, and uh, Tunch yeah. and I are going down to the south side and we're going to watch some practice right. today and get a gander. What's going? You know what I really miss? What getting be able to get lunch? Right. You know, you know lunch before you know, and then you got to hike the, all yeah, the way across yeah, the parking yeah. lot, hike into the indoor practice facility, hike along the sidelines. So you get a lot of hiking. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye. We got to go. All right. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You've been in a locker room. God bless everybody. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for uh, your concern and thank you for your friendship and thank you for coming into the locker room.